not forsake me, oh my darling. On this our wedding day, do not forsake me, oh my darling. Wait, wait long. I do not know what fate awaits me. I only know I must be brave. Hey, everybody. I watched High Noon yesterday, and we're going to talk about it. Let's do it. Hello, and welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Bargain Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Gabe Rodriguez, and this week I inadvertently watched the movie that they're referencing in Die Hard. This is High Noon with Grace Kelly and Gary Cooper. I don't know why they switched them around. I guess I like Grace Kelly a little bit better. Um, you know, if you thought that she was beautiful in, uh, what's what's that other one? To Catch a Thief. She, whew, she's amazing. She looks amazing in this movie. Um, Gary Cooper, for some reason, always looked kind of old. He's just one of those actors, I guess. Um, or maybe he was just old. I, I could swear he was like 30 years old in like sergeant york but you know he looks older than that um anyway this movie it takes place almost in real time like uh it it takes place within about an hour and 20 minutes of this guy's life uh marshall marshall will kane who several years ago put behind bars this guy named frank miller who interestingly enough in the real world is uh he shares a name with a comic book artist who did some like crazy Batman stuff. He does well. And also I think everybody thinks that Frank Miller is a little bit crazy just because of the the comics that he puts out now. Some of his stuff is amazing. Some of his stuff is absolute garbage. So yeah, that's a, that's a fun fact. This, the bad guy in this is the same, has the same name as a real life comic book artist. And, uh, but Frank Miller in the movie is a murderer that our hero Gary Cooper I'm just going to call him Gary Cooper that Gary Cooper put away uh in jail he was supposed to he was supposed to be hanged and then he wasn't and then he uh, was eventually freed and so he's coming back on the noon train so that's why it's called high noon and basically the story follows Gary trying to find uh people who are willing to stand up to Frank Miller cuz everybody knows that Frank Miller is going to come back and he's going to cause trouble. Um, you eventually learn that like they actually have a real reason to believe this other than the fact that he's a murderer. Uh, while he was being sent away, uh, you know, in in handcuffs or whatever, he was like, I'm going to I'm going to come back. I'm going to kill you, Will Kane. I'm going to kill you. And so, yeah, they they had reason to be afraid. And so a lot of this movie is just uh, Gary Cooper walking around trying to find people who are willing to help him. And you you meet basically the whole town. Uh, and there are different mysteries and you know mysterious characters that that show up and you know there's a little bit of intrigue here. there's uh, a little bit of mystery there. And it's, it's really interesting. You would think that, you know, 
uh, Gary Cooper walking around a dusty old you know town in the middle of nowhere uh, talking to people would be really boring but somehow they build tension like well part of it is that like every room in this town has a clock and so they keep counting down with him with either Gary Cooper Will Kane or you know somebody else looking at the clock and being like he hasn't got much time okay so Will Kane has just gotten married to Grace Kelly. This all happens in the first like five minutes. Um, he he just got married to Grace Kelly's character, uh, who is a Quaker, and you know Quakers are pacifists, and so she she doesn't want him. What just happened? My sister's watching Friends. I think something just happened. Um, the um, so she's a Quaker, and so she doesn't want her husband, her new husband, to like stay and fight this guy, uh, Frank Miller. But there's something in Will Kane that just will not let him leave. Everyone's saying, "Just leave, Kane. Just leave. Run and don't come back, and you're gonna be fine." And you know, you, and throughout the movie, you hear people constantly telling him this and constantly like arguing like you know this is gonna happen and that's gonna happen it's gonna be fine or it's not gonna be fine because you're here or this is the reason that I think we should do this or we should do that and I, I don't know it's it's really interesting to hear everybody's point of view and uh, some people are heroic some people are cowardly some people have their own you know uh, vested interest in one or the other uh, combatant, basically in this in this conflict, and uh, even you even hear a little bit about like uh, Will Kane's past relationships with uh, a, a particular woman who runs a store. She's like a silent partner to uh, the general store or something, and all of it gets really interesting. And of course, it it ends in a shootout. Um, I mean, high noon, cowboy movie, dusty old town. It's going to end in a shootout. That's not really a spoiler. And <laughs> and actually, if you've seen Die Hard, you know how the movie ends. Um, so, yeah, I, I really like this movie. Um, I'm going to go into spoilers now. Uh, da, da. The the shootout was really, it was really cool, actually, at, at the end. He, you know, it's, it's four against one because nobody absolutely nobody wanted to help Gary Cooper Will Kane even Grace Kelly's character who is his new wife she would not help him uh she's a Quaker of course and so she's she doesn't believe in fighting and you actually um you, you actually hear why she became she became a Quaker she's a convert to uh the Quaker religion uh what is it Quakerism I don't I don't know how you say that uh, she's a convert, and the reason she's a convert is uh, because of something violent that happened to her to her uh, as a child. I believe someone attacked her family, and or two of her, like her her dad and her brother, I believe, were were shot. And uh, she says it doesn't it didn't matter that they were. Uh, it doesn't matter who's right. Doesn't matter who's wrong. People die anyway. And she starts to sound a little bit like a anti gun. Uh, type of political leaning type of person but you know 
it didn't it wasn't too uh heavy-handed or anything because you know this is a long time ago and nobody really i don't think that was a as big of a topic as it is now you know back then oh did i mention the reason that i that i decided to watch this movie i was like all right I got to watch a new movie for, or, you know, a a movie that I've never seen that I should have seen by now, uh, because that's kind of the concept of this podcast, but I want to pick a movie like that for this week, Um, and that was like yesterday, so, uh, and this is going to go out on Monday, hopefully, you know, Monday night, and so I went to the AFI's list of top 100 movies of all time, and I that <laughs> that freaking list. I'm like, why? Some of them, I'm just like, why is that on there? I've seen it. It's good. It's fine. But why? Uh, but High Noon kind of caught my interest when I was when I was reading the actual synopsis. Like it takes place in real time. Uh, it's it builds tension throughout the whole thing. I like Gary Cooper. I like Grace Kelly. So yeah, and it and it turned out to be a a good choice. Oh, okay. So back to the back to the gunfight at the end. He takes a, uh, he does a lot of running. Uh, first, he's he's running and hiding, and the the four the four guys Frank Miller finally gets off the freaking noon train, and um, as you know, both of the ladies in in Will Kane's life are getting on the noon train to leave. <clears throat> yeah, that was I got kind of mad at, at both of them. Um, and so he's running and hiding, and the first thing he does is he goes, Frank Miller, and, you know, he's standing behind him, they turn around, and he instantly wins a, a duel, basically, with two guys at the same time, and he, he doesn't shoot Frank Miller, he shoots, uh, one of his goons, and so, yeah, immediately he's got one down, and then he, you know, he runs, and he takes cover again, uh, I don't remember what happened. Like, there's he runs to like a a barn and he's hiding in the the loft. And then some some idiot comes. You know, the second idiot comes and tries to shoot the the floor. You know, uh, under Will Kane and misses terribly. Uh, Will goes around, just like takes two steps. He's the bad guy's in view, shoots him in the chest. He's done. Uh, then he kind of gets pinned down in the in the barn. The Frank Miller turn, uh, sets it on fire, and Gary Cooper escapes on a horse. Like there's a bunch of horses horses in the in the barn, and he escapes in a stampede, basically. Uh, let's see. The fourth guy gets taken out because Grace Kelly hears the first gunshot. She's sitting in the train. She hear, hears the first gunshot. She already had this pep talk from uh, the the ex, basically. Uh, Will Kane's ex-girlfriend, who is uh, the the Spanish no, she's Mexican, the Mexican girl that I mentioned earlier that was is like a silent partner for uh, one of the general stores in 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 town or whatever, and so she hears the first gunshot and she she realizes I guess that she does care about uh, Will and she runs she runs back to see if if it's him if he died or if somebody else was shot and died and you know of course it was the first goon that died and so she she hides in what i believe is the marshal's office so will kane's office and i love this there's there's a shot of her looking out the window kind of watching the gunfight and there's a gun uh 
hanging on the wall. It's a it's a it's a gun belt hanging on the wall with with a gun in the holster. And I just love that because I was like, yes, okay, she's gonna she's gonna she's gonna join the fray. There's her gun, and it was it was good foreshadowing in in my opinion. Oh, and yeah, that does actually come to fruition. She uh, takes the gun and shoots a guy in the back that he's like hiding right next to a window. Basically, the whole town is just deserted and, you know, everybody's hiding and whatever. So I guess he was fine in doing that, but also not because he got shot in the back by Grace Kelly. So yeah, that was the thing. I was like, yes, she did it. And then, but also like, oh, that sucks. Like she's going to feel real bad about that later. Uh, and she kind of does. She's instantly like, you know, she, she she puts her head down and she's just distraught that that this is happening. And so Frank Miller's the last last man standing on the on the bad guy's side. He he's like, okay, my man just got shot in the back. I know where Gary Cooper is, and he didn't shoot my uh, my friend. So he he goes into the marshal's office, and now he has a hostage. And this is this this is the second thing that um, Grace Kelly does. She, you know, she's being held by by Frank Miller and you know the standard. Come out and with your hands up. Uh, you know, I won't shoot, but come out and whatever. And you know, they're trying to. He's trying to be sort of uh, honorable about it uh, by saying that he's gonna hold his fire, but also he's got his gun trained on uh, Will Kane's girlfriend, well, wife actually. And so Gary Cooper comes out and and Grace Kelly like hits Frank Miller in in the chin like and pushes pushes his face away and kind of pushes herself away from him and Frank Miller like shoots and misses Gary Cooper and Gary Cooper shoots Frank Miller and that's it. And then you see the whole town comes out of their little hidey holes, the freaking bunch of cowards. And they're all like, they're happy that this is happening, but also like they can't really like cheer for uh, Gary Cooper slash Will Kane because they all deserted him, and they rooted. They, then some of them are rooting against him, like the, some of the guys in the bar, but they they couldn't they couldn't do it, you know, because they had deserted him, and it it was real. <laughs> it's like weird and. And so Gary Cooper is just like, just completely silently, you know, he's like, all right, it, it's finished. My work, my work here is done. He doesn't say that, but all he does is he takes off his, his, uh, his star, you know, his, his tin star, his badge of, of being a marshal, throws it on the ground, gets on his, uh, horse and buggy. Grace Kelly joins him and they ride off into the sunset and it's fantastic. Loved it. <sighs> okay, let's see. Is there anything else that I missed? The the Mexican lady, that was an interesting point. Okay, my family just walked in, so you're going to hear a little bit in the background, but it's only going to be for like five seconds. Um, High Noon actually was nominated for several Academy Awards, and it won four for uh, Best Actor for Gary Cooper, uh, Editing, Music Score, Music Score, and best original song, which was the song that I played in the beginning, and I'll probably play again at the end. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, it's interesting that this performance by Gary Cooper won him uh, best actor because it definitely wouldn't. 
win him best actor nowadays, but it's just a different, you know, it's a different class, different style of, of acting uh, nowadays. Uh, they call it more naturalistic. Not, well, I guess I do kind of know what that means. You know, it's the it's difference between John Wayne uh, in all of his movies being the exact same and, you know, any actor today who is able to embody different characters at different times. Uh, I guess Samuel Jackson sort of falls into that whole John Wayne thing where he's the same dude in every movie. Anyway, yeah, that's a thing. Oh, the Wolfman is in this movie as well. He's like the old marshal. Um, uh, I forget his name, but you know the the Wolfman from the from the black and white from the black and white Wolfman movies. So yeah, that's about it. I gotta go to work now. Um, thanks for listening. Go see High Noon if you haven't seen it, and. Yeah, follow me at Game of the Box on Twitter, at Bargain Bin Movie Pod on Instagram. Uh, I put out a new video on my YouTube channel. It's uh, comparing Kenny Chesney, if, you ever heard of him, if you've ever heard of him, or never heard of him. Uh, he's, a, he's a country artist. He's super generic, and I sort of pointed out some of the things that uh, are similar in his songs to another famous country artist who I actually kind of like because she's amazing. Anyway, check that out, and I'll talk to you next week. Thanks. Bye-bye. And I must face a man who hates me A liar coward A craven coward a lie, a coward in my grave. Oh, to be torn twixt love and duty. Supposing I lose my fair half beauty. Look at that big hand move along near in high noon. He made a vow while in state's prison. Thought it would be my life or his. I'm not afraid of death, but oh, what will I do? Not forsake me, oh my darling You made that promise as a bride Do not forsake me, oh my darling Although you're grieving I can't believe in Now that I need you by my side Wait long, wait long, wait long.